This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is the NFL playoffs. It is playoff time. We have a Hall of Famer on the line, two-time Super Bowl champion, two-time NFL Offensive Player of the Year, NFL League MVP, 2017 into the Hall of Fame. Terrell Davis, TD, I watched your Hall of Fame speech today, and uh, I don't know if I can do this interview right now. You had me in tears, man. It was, it was You really prepared for it, and it was, it was a beautiful message, so, so thank you. It was inspiring. Oh no! Thank you. I appreciate it, man. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it, and you know, I just really just try to tell my story. And at the end of the day, I wanted to try to, you know, send something to somebody who might be watching, whether it's a little little girl, little boy who feels like they're in a situation where you know it doesn't look good. And so, uh, just kind of want to let them know, man, that um, you know, just keep 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 hoping, um, keep pushing along, because you really never know where you're going to end up. And so hopefully that was kind of message that I was able to send. Yeah, I was you know, I was relating to you because, you know, I lost my mom at a young age. You're, you're talking about losing your dad at 12 and a million other things happening where you, you took a turn uh, where things could have gone wrong in your life. You had a shotgun pointed at you and you get home after nothing bad happened in that moment and you committed to being as good as you can be. And you had like, and, and George Allen recruits you to Long Beach State he passes away, they cancel football, and you just keep on moving. We'll get to George in a second here, but I, where do, where's that inner strength coming from? Because you had a lot of up and down early in your life. I mean, it wasn't anywhere close to perfect. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I, I would like to think it came from my parents, um, yeah, especially my mom, because I just watching her growing up, and she never made excuses, and it was it wasn't always great. You know, I saw my mom and my dad, and the relationship, um, you know, it wasn't it wasn't the best you always see if parents get into arguments and you realize that, nah, that's not what you thought it would be like growing up. But I just, I just kind of uh, made sure that whatever I did, that my mom was always in my thought in terms of making sure that I didn't disappoint her. And I knew what she was going through and how hard she worked to give us food, to make sure we went to school, to give us all the stuff that we had. So um, at a minimum, I was just like, hey, man, just straighten your life up. You have a choice. You're not forced to do it so that you can make your mother proud. And I was after my dad had passed. That's kind of, you know, that was my mentality. And just kind of be just try to be the best son, the best brother, the best, uh, you know, the best cousin you can be. And that's kind of what I focused on. 
and you and you still had your father and your thoughts there because clearly it was somebody that you looked up to and wanted to prove yourself to, even though he wasn't around. Yeah, you know, and I I, I wondered, you know, for all these years I would go through and I, I knew there was something inside of me that drove me. And um, I just kind of remember as a kid and really thinking, you hear my dad use the phrase, mama's boy. And my dad treated me a little different than he did my other five brothers. You know, I was the baby of the family. And, I, I you know, and I, I would try to do things to seek his approval. You know, go play football. It's a tough sport. So let me go play football. And and I was kind of initially why I played football was to try to gain his respect. And um, but I ended up loving football. I started to like it. And uh, so the whole time I'm playing the game and, you know, I was my dad and I, the way I, I felt he saw me was a little different than he did before, because now I'm playing this kind of tough guy sport and I was pretty good. And I would have him giving me compliments and coming to the game. And I was like, that was our way of connecting. And then, um, you know, that was it. And then when he passed away, it just kind of it just kind of left. I felt like I didn't have a, I didn't have to prove uh, anything to, uh, to anybody after that. And I feel like, you know, he's gone and it was tough for me to have kind of that 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 motivation um, and then lost it. And then, you know, eventually ended up getting that back. But that's that was it. That was kind of why, uh, you know, kind of, he's always been there. And, and I would have those moments I would think about him, too, and think, you know, what? Well, if my dad was here, would he be proud of me um, seeing me the way I am now? And that, that, and that served as sort of motivation when I was at my deepest and darkest moments. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. I mean, it was all over your speech there and looking back on your life. It was, it was really beautiful stuff. I, I'm curious, too, you know, you're you're at Georgia – you're not lighting up the college football landscape. You're having a nice career, but you're a sixth round pick. Did you, did, did, did you know? You said, you, you said that you said that politely. You're not lighting up the, the football landscape. Well, you know, I, I thought that was a nice way of massaging what was going on in there. I, I'm just saying, did you know deep down? Hey, look, if you give me an opportunity, I'm gonna you know be a star in the NFL. Did you have that thought going on? I didn't, you know. I think most people, a lot of people don't don't believe it, but I did not think about playing football professionally until later. I mean, really, until um, late my senior year. And like you said, I wasn't having a great college career, so why would I think that I can have a great pro career? And there was really one moment in, that happened that kind of got me to realize that I wasn't living up to, to not, not only other people's expectations, but my own expectations. And it was when I was injured and it was like a five game stretch, my senior year, uh, I had a torn hamstring and I was waiting to get back in and it dawned on me that I may not ever, uh, I may never get a chance to play football again because Heinz Ward was there as a freshman and he was a starting running back when I was out. He was playing well. So I said, even if I come back from injury, there's no guarantee that I'm going to go back to being a starter. Right. So I thought about that for a minute, and it scared me that this, you know, I may have played my last football game. And so I made a commitment to myself again. I said, you know what? If I come back and I'm able to play, I'm going to do everything in my power. I'm just going to go all out. I'm not going to think about um, – anybody else and what they think about me i'm just gonna play the game like i did as a kid you know kid from san diego and really enjoy it and that's what i did when i got back man i just i just really transformed into a different player and i've been that same player uh, when i got back um from that time all the way into my into my pro career and it was just a guy who just who just did everything he can do to be the best running back he can be best football player and not thinking about anything other than that and that's that was my focus for those last four games 
and really that kind of took me into my pro career and all the way all the way through it. Yeah, you talked about cost and price. I thought that was beautiful. Like, what's it going to cost for me to get myself to be the best and how much I have to put in? And what? And on the other side, what is if I don't? What's the cost of that, right? Right, I yeah. Mean, I mean, that's... That. And, 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 that, and that cost is really not living up. And, and there's, there's so many people that come to you, you know, come to me and they say, hey, man, you know, I was a good football player, but, you know, I, I quit or... You know, I did, I did something where now I regret it. And to me, that's the cost. The cost that you pay is that you're going to always regret it because you never know if you don't try to do it and it doesn't happen. You're going to always have that in the in the back of your head. And I, and I don't ever want to live with, with regret. And that was one thing I said. As long as I walk off that football field knowing I did the best that I can do, I can live with that, live with any results that happen from that. Yeah. And. That that cost that you just talked about not doing it is just huge. It's 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 the ultimate cost. I'd almost say, uh, Verizon. You're working with them today. Verizon up, giving you the once in a lifetime experience that you really want. Trip to Minneapolis for Super Bowl Fifty Two Tuesday, January Sixteenth, Monday, uh, January Twenty Two. Uh, Verizon up members have the opportunity to secure a trip for two to Minneapolis. You can visit uh, Verizon.com. All right, let, let's get current here. Your your thoughts on the playoffs right now. Uh, will the Super Bowl have – will Minnesota be on their home field come Super Bowl Sunday? What do you think about that? I'm saying no, they won't. Um, you said Super Bowl Sunday? That's a tough one, man, because I just don't feel good about the quarterback situation. And Other than that, I think you talk about their defense and you know the back end of the defense it looks good. Um, they've got players and playmakers, and they, they, they really make you, you work to put points on the board. I'm not sure, and I just – you can't um, – you can't – you have to see what Case can do. I think that's the biggest question mark, obviously. They don't really have a strong running game. It's not like this one you can turn over and say, Jared McKinnon, uh, Latavius Murray, go to work. I mean, it's, 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 it's decent. Um, they have good wide receivers. I mean, Diggs is a hell of a receiver, um, you know, so they've got some they've got some good pieces there, but I think it all goes back to the quarterback situation. Um, and they're playing a team in in the Saints right now that I think is is probably playing the best football um, of, of these playoff teams, and it's going to be a challenge for them to get that one done. So you okay? So you're picking New Orleans this weekend. Bottom line, you, you like I am, I am yeah I'm picking the Saints. Yes, yes. Okay, so let's do let's do the other NFC game with. Uh, I mean, what do you think of the quarterback situation there? Can Nick Foles win a playoff game? It is at home, obviously, uh, and and but you've got a veteran Matt Ryan and Atlanta team that maybe they're feeling that confidence all of a sudden again. I was always told, man, when you look at matchups, you have to start with that position, and you got a veteran quarterback and Matt Ryan who is not only a good quarterback that he is coming off of, uh, not only disappointing from last year's Super Bowl. But I think that 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 win in Los Angeles is something that I've been there before. When you when you travel, when you you beat teams in the playoffs, it gives you just a different sense of of what you can accomplish as a team. And they're riding high. And what I've seen from the Eagles um, the last couple of weeks, I'm just I'm just not sure. No, I'm not sure. I'm sure that they that this game for me looks like it's going to be an Atlanta Falcon win. And um, I think the two teams who have home field advantage right now are the two teams uh, from a quarterback situation are just not positioned well at this point. So I think you could, uh, I'm taking the Falcons in this one. AFC-wise, do you see an upset potential in either game? I mean, obviously Jacksonville, I would think, has a better shot. But uh, 
Do you think it just goes Chalk, Patriots, and, and the Steelers? Uh, I think so. Yeah. I think, and, 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 and the AFC is it's different because all the you know the experienced quarterbacks are actually playing at home uh, on better teams. And I know what happened when Jacksonville played Pittsburgh early in the season. I know Ben five picks, uh, Ford had 185 yards rushing. I don't see that same story. I mean, same stat line happening. Um, if you're Pittsburgh, there's no way you can let Fournette beat you. Yeah. And that's the bottom line. So Blake Bortles, it's going to be up to him to get it done. And I, I doubt that uh, Jalen Ramsey goes in there and gets, uh, you know, two picks. I think Ben's going to be careful with the football. Uh, this is really about, um, I mean, you got to say that left belt probably going to show out. And I think Brown's going to be healthy enough to play. Let me do the final two here. We got to talk about two of your former teams. Uh, number one, let's start with the Denver Broncos. Is John Elway the right guy to get this thing turned around? I know he was a teammate, and, and he means a lot to you, but is he the right guy to be leading the Broncos right now? Of course he is, man. Is there, is there any doubt about that? Hold on, here's how, here's how this, is, this is crazy. The man just won your Super Bowl two years ago. He's taken a team to a Super Bowl four years ago. So, yes, he's the right guy. There's going to be down years. Is he struggling to find a quarterback? Absolutely. Do I think he'll get a turnaround? Yes, because he's aggressive. And he's a guy that's not going to wait for a quarterback to mature in the offense. He's going to go find him one. And John is all about now. He's not about trying to, you know, get a quarterback in the system and raise him. And, and you know, and he had to do that because when Peyton walked out the door and Brock didn't, or Brock walked out the door on him, yeah. uh, it, left, it, left him it, it left him in a bad situation. So, but I think what John understands is that this game is won. It's not one necessarily with great quarterback play, but you've got to have a competent quarterback who understands what the big, big, the big game plan is. And veteran quarterbacks who knows what's going on don't have to be super talented. Um, I think gives them a good chance. And we've got you know a few that they can, they can go after this year. And if they can get those, and their defense is still intact. Yeah, John will turn this thing around. Time to move on from Paxton Lynch, or is it too, too early? Uh, at this point, I haven't seen a, I haven't seen what I think we should we should have seen so far from Paxton. I don't yeah. think Paxton is the future in the, uh, the future in Denver. To be honest with you, yeah. And what and what about Vance Joseph? You know, huge staff changes going yeah. into a second year, and I, I don't know if it was overwhelmed or the roster obviously wasn't perfect either. Can, can is Vance the right guy? Vance is the right guy, and you've got to give him at least a, a second year at a minimum because there's things you do in the first year. You have to go back and make corrections. You talked about some of the uh, the changes with the staff, and they'll sit down as as a you know a team to figure out what's the best plan to move forward. But th- he didn't have a quarterback, you know, he didn't have a quarterback. So and and I would say at a minimum you leave him there for another year, but. I know Vance very well, and I, I certainly believe that Vance is the right guy. All right, and lastly here, what happened to your dogs, man? 13 nothing, 20 to 7 <laughs> but you, you know that all yeah. of college football was rooting for you, right? I mean, I th- yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, felt the love, man. I really did. Yeah. So what happened? I felt the love. Well, it's, 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 to me, it was kind of the, uh, the typical sort of um, – you have one team who kind of know they can win, Mm-hmm. And you have another team who hope they can win, and that's where it got it got down to. Later in that game, you can sense that Georgia was sort of playing not to lose, you know, going by the book, saying, "Hey, let's speed the game up, you know, let's protect this lead." And when you start protecting leads in games like that, that's when you stop being aggressive. It's when the other, and another team is being aggressive. It it it's hard to maintain that edge, 
And that's what they did. The play calling became a little conservative. Uh, of course, the referees in that game was uh, bad calls uh, from the, some of the refs in that game. And then the ball was just bouncing all crazy ways. And Georgia's, they lost their momentum in, in the fourth quarter. And, yeah, and then, of course, you know, obviously you go to overtime and you got a chance to, to win the game and cover two coverage and uh, got a got a freshman in there who's playing out of his mind and makes a nice throw. So, yeah. It was heartbreaking, man. I was on the sideline when that pass was completed, and it was, uh, man, I was sick. Yeah, it it sounds like you still are just a little bit, and I and I get it. <laughs> I, I, those you, you don't get you don't get over these things this quick, man. It's not, it's not that easy. You don't, you don't. All right, again, you're working with Verizon. Super uh, opportunity Monday, January or Tuesday, January sixteenth. Monday, January twenty two. Trip for two to Minis, uh, Minneapolis, exclusive Super Bowl weekend experience, chance to uh, attend the game, see concerts up close, meet NFL players like TD, the whole thing. Uh, and this, last one here, TD, you were eating hot dogs thinking you were going to get cut by the Denver Broncos in a preseason game in Japan, and they were like, hey, yo, get in there, and then you make a play, and now you're in the Hall of Fame, and now you're working, you know, doing everything you're doing today. Is that, that's pretty incredible, isn't it? It is. It is. And it goes back to the story of you don't know what your future holds. You don't know what's in store for you and what God has in store for you. So, you know, we can't plan our, our lives out. We try to, but we don't have control over that. And the only thing you can do is, is, is be as good as you can be in the moment and try to put yourself in a position for success. And that's what I try to do. And in that moment, you know, when, when I was on the sideline and, and they told me to go in, the first thing on my mind was now is the time. And I recognized the opportunity was now. And I knew I had to go make a play. And that's what I wanted to do. Just, just go make that play. And that's what I did. The sweet hit. I mean, that was, that was, that was, yeah, it was, it was the clinic, man. It was a, it was a nice form. <laughs> it, it, it was TD. Always uh, appreciated watching you, listening to you and, and great to talk to you today and uh, continued success to you. And uh, appreciate you working with Verizon. Hey, thanks a lot, man. Have a good one. Terrell Davis, the Hall of Famer, reminding everybody, get a quarterback. That is how you win the Super Bowl. Hope you enjoyed it. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Get everything for your next project today at Menards and save big money. Keep your walls and trim protected while you paint with Scotch Blue Painter's Tape. It's designed for use on multiple surfaces and can be removed easily without leaving residue behind. Save big on Scotch Blue Painter's Tape from Menards. Also, view our weekly flyer on Menards.com and check out all of our great deals happening this week. Save big.